All right, welcome everybody. This is a spiral podcast. So, this is my dad, and we kind of just watch college football, and it's just like we just talk about stuff that we see as fans, not necessarily as like a analyst or whatever. So this is kind of just like what we see every week and our opinions on it, and we talk about playoffs. We talk about different games, matchups, um, different teams, and just anything really that's kind of coming up in college football. So. All right. Well, let's get into it. So we already were talking this morning about Michigan and their uh, ongoing issues in the media and everything else with the potential scandal of them cheating. And so we just wanted to give our quick in input on that and thoughts about where we think they are as a program. So. I don't know, what are your recent thoughts on uh, the news today or yesterday about them firing their linebacker coach and them also removing their uh, court appeal to try and uh, overturn the Big Ten's uh, suspension of Harbaugh? What do you think about that? Yeah, so I I think that the punishment should have been worse, honestly. Like, I think, I think right now three games is kind of just like a – baseline I think they're just trying to get something out there because it's obvious that they're cheating like no matter what fan of a team you are like it's obvious like they're trying to delete evidence which just kind of proves themselves more guilty like they obviously know that they cheated I think Harbaugh was lying about not knowing that they cheated because if you're if you're head coach you got to take like control of your whole program so him by the saying that he doesn't is kind of just like it makes no sense. Like he ought to have been behind some of it at least. And I don't know. I think all the Michigan fans, no offense, but like them trying to back themselves up is just you. You can't, bro. Like I don't think you can back yourself out of this, honestly. Like I think punishment should definitely be vacated wins at least for the years they were cheating. I don't know because like. That's just such an unfair advantage. And you can't say that other teams are cheating because, like, yeah, every team cheats a little bit, but it's not to the point where they're, like, hiring people for 50 k a year to go to all the games and record them. What do you think other teams are doing that's cheating? Well, I don't know. I mean, obviously, like, on the field, in the game, the teams are trying to, you know, figure out the signs, but yeah, that's not what they were doing at all. Like, there's that one clip against Ohio State last year. They... Uh, whatever his name, Connor Stallings, I think it was. He's right next to the defensive coordinator, and he's he has like that little sheet, and they're just telling the defensive coordinator what it is, and then you just see him signal this or whatever, and all the defensive guys go around there. Like obviously they know it. Yeah. Like, I just I don't think you can get away with that. I think because also Harbaugh right now he's still getting able to practice with the team. So, really, all he's doing is not being able to be on the field, which, honestly, is kind of, like, come on, dude. That is not a big punishment at all. Like, I already know they're going to say Michigan fans are just going to try and say it's enough or whatever, but I think in the off season this year, I think they're going to start hammering it down on Michigan. But yeah. what do you think? I agree. I think, well, first of all, like, anything that you're doing in the game is not, I wouldn't call that cheating. I think that's yeah. just 
you know, that's part of the game. That's what everyone does. Um, what they did, obviously, was much more in-depth. And it was intentional, and it was deliberate, and they obviously had a well-coordinated scheme to try and go and, you know, steal information and things like that that no other team is doing right now. So, you yeah. know, it certainly is a next level, um, certainly is not defendable. Um, and <clears throat> what's frustrating to me is to see, you know, the, the same Michigan fans that called for Urban Meyer to be fired and called for Jim Trussell to be fired um, you know, I lived through all those things. You weren't really yeah. as old back then, so you didn't really have that experience. But yeah. those Michigan fans, man, they were the first ones to say that Ohio State was cheating and stuff, which, by the way, none of the things that those coaches were fired for or resigned for had anything to do with gaining an on-field advantage. Uh, yeah. So this is a whole different level. And those same fans now are are continuing to say that Michigan is being unfairly treated and you know, Michigan uh, against everybody and all these things that they're now coming out with, which, I mean, that's just, it's really kind of sad and pathetic that they're continuing to still stand behind yeah. Harbaugh and their president um, and the the lack of accountability that they have for that organization, for someone, uh, for a program that continues to always just say that they are above standard compared to other schools and that they have a higher moral compass than others. It's quite hypocritical and hilarious to me as a obvious yeah. Buckeye fan. So that's yeah. what's kind of frustrating to me is that uh, there's just you know this unwillingness to take accountability for their their actions and and do something to Harbaugh on their own. You know, instead of complaining about the Big Ten um, giving them a three game suspension, where is their own uh, you know facility and uh, program accountability? You know, yeah. why do they? continue to act like this is something that they're being mistreated on or that they're the victim. It's just mm -hmm. really, it's embarrassing, quite honestly, for them. So uh, I agree with you. I think in the offseason there's going to be a lot more that comes down with it. But uh, yeah. until then, um, we'll just have to wait and see. But oh, yeah. uh, And I just want to say another thing real quick. Um, in the year, COVID year, they went 2-6. and six, And they just had a terrible year that year. And then... Supposedly, when they started cheating, I mean, I don't think it's supposedly. I think it is pretty known by now. When they started cheating, they get like undefeated season and make it to the playoffs, and win the Big Ten championship. Like, there, I think there's got to be a correlation there. Like, I'm not saying you can't improve in one season, but really, like, how do you go from a 30 point underdog against Ohio State in the COVID year to beating them by like 20 when we had, I don't know. We were still pretty similar skill level that year, so I don't know. I that's just another thing to look at. But all right, well, shifting gears a little bit. So uh, some of the other, um, you know, today this this week, the week before traditional rivalry week, uh, there's not a whole lot of really good matchups out there this week. Um, do there are there any games that you see as being uh, potential upsets or any games you have your eye on? Oh, uh, yeah. So, definitely, I think Oregon State-Washington is – that's kind of a known one this week. That's yeah. a that's probably the best game of the week, honestly. It's a top-10 uh, matchup in the Pac-12 that if Washington loses that, that could be really hurt – that could really hurt them, especially this late into the season. And Oregon State, they're pretty good this year. I mean, yeah, and also Oregon State has a home field advantage this week. Wait. So it's at Oregon State. Yeah, that's Corvallis. 
Uh, yeah. It's a night game, right? Yeah, so 7.30 for us. It's, sure you time. know their fans are going to be completely energized, ready to go for that yeah, game. Yeah, they're going to be, yeah. I think, you know, Oregon State's been under the radar. They have actually been a really solid team. Um, it, it's going to be interesting to see how this comes out. I mean, Washington obviously has won several really good games as well, so they've they've proven themselves too. So this is going to be a close one. Yeah. Um, that, who do you think is going to come out on top of this game? So... Oregon State's actually favored right now, I think. Last time I checked, they were like a one-point under uh, – yeah, I think – Favorite? Yeah, they're one-point favorite. So, I I don't know. It's hard to tell. Michael Penix is obviously a Heisman contender right now. I think Washington's offense is really good, but you also see them struggle some games, like Arizona State and – I mean, even USC, they won that game, but they led up like 42 points or something, mm-hmm. which is like <laughs> – I think – I don't know what to tell from their defense, honestly. So, I think, uh, I think uh, Oregon and their State. And o- their offense also, like, yeah. really struggled in some games, too. As much as they have a higher pi- high-powered uh, offense with tons of weapons on the outside and obviously a great quarterback, they also have struggled on a couple games. So, yeah. it's been it's been a little hard to tell from them. They've been up and down yeah, um, somewhat, but... I mean, they certainly have the offense to to win this game. To mm-hmm. me, it really comes down to the defenses. I think, uh, you know, Oregon State's a, offense is pretty good too. So I'm, yeah. you know, Oregon State's defense I have a little more faith in than Washington's defense. So, so I'm too, sort of yeah. leaning that way, and I can see why Vegas is maybe trending towards Oregon State winning this game. But at the end of the day, I think I'm going to go with Washington. They have so much on the line here. They have a great season. They know they're so close. They can taste it. Uh, yeah. And I think they're going to come out and, again, uh, prove themselves. So I'm going with Washington in this one. What know. are you doing? I think I got Oregon State. All right. I, I just think like that. Like big or close? Or? No, it's, either way, I think it's going to be close because, like you said, defense is big factor. And I don't know. I think Washington on the road and night game, that environment I think is – I don't know. I I think Oregon State could win this game. Okay. I think with their defense and DJ Uyugule, however you say his name. Yeah. He's been playing pretty good this year, so. Well, he's got something to prove too. I mean, obviously he yeah. got <laughs> he got left in the dust by Clemson. They yeah. sort of did him dirty. Probably won him now, actually. Uh, yeah, <laughs> no doubt, right? Like, probably questioning life decisions. Is that what you say? Yeah. <laughs> uh, so okay, yeah. all right. Well, this will be a good game. What other any other games? So you're I think about? I think obviously, I mean as an Ohio State fan, I obviously want Michigan to lose every week, but <laughs> <laughs> I think uh, Maryland is pretty tough. Like I don't, I think Michigan gets it done, but you know, I think for actually Ohio State and Michigan, I think ever, they're just trying to look towards the game and stuff. It seems like people are kind of forgetting about we have another week until it, so. I think, also, if you're Maryland, I think the coaches are telling them, like, they know that. And, you know, I think I think Maryland's going to play really tough, and I think Minnesota will too. But I think Ohio State definitely has a better chance just because it's home game also. And, yeah. You know, I mean, McCord looked really good last week. I'm not – he probably had his best game of the season. And Yeah, but that was against a crappy Michigan yeah, State team. Yeah, their defense so. was terrible, but, you know – I don't know. I think if McCord keeps up his good play 
and uh, our defense is really good this year, so we just need to do All pretty right. good. So you're predicting both Michigan and Ohio State win, but could be close for could be closer. One. Okay, I think yeah, it's a I think fair I'll, point. I don't yeah. know. I think you know Ohio State's at home, so they got Senior Day, so they're gonna want to yeah. you know play their play really well that last game, so they may come out on fire. But they've had other games, you know, uh, you know, Rutgers and Maryland both, you know, come to mind where they yeah. kind of started out slow and then had <laughs> to pull away in the second half. So I, I'm not sure that it may not yeah. be a same sort of uh, situation today, too. Yeah. Uh, and for Michigan, I think they're uh, obviously dealing with a lot of distractions right now, but I'm not sure that the players really care. I mean, obviously they do care, but yeah. I think they're probably locked into because they also know what's at stake. So, yeah. I, I don't see any trip-ups today on those two games. Yeah. Um, all right, so let's like shift gears a little bit and talk about playoff possibilities and scenarios here. Uh, I know there's been all sorts of different scenarios being talked on media. Uh, you know, College Game Day had some different things going on. whole host of things that can happen. I'm not sure how many of them will, yeah. but regardless, uh, you know, we got... Uh, some SEC possibilities here. Let's obviously we know Alabama and Georgia are already locked in for the SEC championship game. Uh, really, ob- it's obviously a, a given if Georgia wins, they're in. Yeah. The real question is if Alabama were to beat Georgia, what implications does that have in terms of the playoff picture? Mm-hmm. Um, I think you could pretty f- uh, fairly confidently say that whoever wins between Ohio State and Michigan, that team is in the playoff. I think that's a yeah. Uh, obviously, they're going to have to play Iowa in the Big Ten championship game, but that, I think yeah, I think either one, whoever wins that game, will probably beat Iowa. Honestly. Right. So going under that assumption that that's the case, then, uh, so then the other contenders here are Florida State, the Pac-12 champion, which right now looks like you know Washington's obviously Washington. in the front seat, um, and then you got Georgia, Alabama, and then Big Twelve. You got Texas sitting there with a yeah. huge W over. Alabama right now, which is continuing to um, be really, really important and could potentially be a really big thorn in SEC's side. So so let's take a minute and say that Georgia does lose to Alabama in the SEC championship game. What do you think, or who do you think should be the the four teams in the playoff in that situation? If Georgia loses? Yeah. So, obviously, Ohio State slash Michigan. Will be one, one of them. Okay, that's one. Uh, I think Florida State wins out. Honestly, I think they could. I think they'll beat Louisville. You know, they haven't played anybody, but still, you can't. You can't say that they have a bad roster. Like, Keon Coleman is really good. Jordan Travis is really good quarterback. So, I think they went out. So I think they're both in. Okay, that's two. And then, so if Washington loses today, it's just hard because you know I just. Let's say Washington wins out. Okay. So Washington wins out, Georgia loses. Now you got their, so you got the Ohio State Michigan loser, you got Texas, you got Alabama, and Georgia, all and Oregon, all with one loss. Which two teams go in if you're putting the Big Ten winner and Florida State in? Who are the other two teams you put in? I don't. It's hard, (laughs) dude. That's like. That's almost too hard to, like, predict, honestly. I don't know. I mean, I honestly don't think Alabama can go ahead of Texas, no matter what. As, as long as Texas doesn't take another loss, which, like, in this case, they wouldn't, I guess, then 
I don't know. I, I don't think you can... I don't think a win over Georgia, while it's an amazing win, I don't think you can really trump the head-to-head, honestly. Of Texas beating yeah. Bama? And it was at Alabama, too. So, like, you can't tell me. I don't care if it's week two, they were playing bad. It's a loss. Like, you know, if there's You only any... have 12 games in a year, so yeah. everyone matters. Yeah. You can't just say, well, you that was early in the year. Yeah. They've changed now. Like Because every a, team's changed now. If that's Ohio State or... If that's not an SEC team... They're not even in the conversation. Like, true. That, that's a good point. That's just how it is. And so, what I'm hearing you say is you have Texas over Alabama, yeah, and then also over Georgia since Alabama beat Georgia, because you can't put Georgia in after Alabama just beat them and not put Alabama in, right? Yeah. You can't do that. You can't say Georgia's still in because they won last two years, even though they just lost, and then the team they just lost to, who also only has one loss, doesn't get can't. in. Yeah. You can't do that. You yeah. can't jump them, keep them ahead of Alabama. And if you can't do that and you can't put Alabama above Texas because Texas beat them in a head-to-head, then it seems to me like Texas is in. Like, yeah. I mean, yeah, theoretically, yeah. I, so in that case, you're saying it would be the Big Ten champ, Florida State, Washington if Washington wins if out. If they win out, yep. And Texas. Yeah. I think that's and what no it SEC be. school. I mean – that's what I think should happen, but okay. So you know, what do you think is going to happen? You think so? I you think, think it's different. I think it'll be. It's hard to tell. Like if teams lose, it'll be way easier. But I think well, in the same scenario, no matter what, yeah. So we said what you think should be. Like who do you who do you think that will be? I think I think Georgia will still get in at the four. That's just what I think because. Like, just the way that the committee talks about Georgia and they rank them, like... Even with a loss to Alabama, they would put them in and leave Alabama out. Yeah. I think that's what would happen. Because I think Texas is kind of preventing... Texas is like the team in between them, like in between Alabama from going over. So as long as they went out, Alabama can't jump them. So it's kind of just the team... I I don't think Georgia would get ranked... Behind Alabama. See, have to I be think like, you're wrong. I think they're going to put Alabama in. No. Because they'll say they have the best one of the year. And the loss to Texas was early on, and they have changed. And yeah. Milrow wasn't playing like he was now. Uh, and so <clears throat> I think they're going to say, well, they just beat the number one team in the country, the two-time national champion. And the win earlier in the year was not as important because, yeah. you know, they shouldn't be penalized for having a non-conference loss, whatever they want to say. Yeah, whatever. Um, and they will put Alabama back in. They will leave Georgia out. Uh, well, Now, the other thing is, you know, game day, they were talking about keeping Florida State out and putting no. both Alabama and Georgia in. That's that. just you absolutely... Cannot, you cannot do that. No. That's treasonous. Yeah. <laughs> you can't have a yeah. team win their conference and go undefeated I, and I not mean, put yeah. them in over two one-loss teams. Yeah. And so in that case, they would put both Georgia and Alabama in. They would leave out an undefeated Florida State, and they would leave out Texas, who's, who also be beat Alabama. them. Alabama. If that doesn't show SEC bias, then yeah. I mean I don't know what else you what other proof you need that they are just given yeah. extra preferential yeah. treatment. And all by the way, let's not forget that the Pac-12 has been the best conference all year long, and yeah. you got Oregon sitting there with one loss, who honestly looks like the better team 
compared to Washington even, and certainly it's got to be considered Texas. one of the top ten, right, top, yeah. top five or four teams in the country right now, the way they're playing. I mean, yeah. um, and they, you know, we're not even entertaining that discussion of Oregon potentially being in that mix, and they really should be because they also are playing lights out right now. Yeah. Uh, so uh, I think all of this, it's going to get interesting these last two weeks here, and um, you know, if everyone holds serve and then it becomes pretty simple, you'd have an undefeated Florida state, undefeated Georgia, undefeated big 10 and undefeated and Washington, Washington. And then it's a no brainer, right? Like that's, there's, that's there's no, happen. there's no debates at all, but one or two of these teams lose and then we got a whole lot of fun headed in our way and it could be a perfect last season for the, four the four team, team playoff. Yeah. Cause it'll have all sorts of um chaos involved and further justify why going to 12 is the right move for for college football so anyway i mean yeah so i still think that like alabama will get left out but i think uh sec bias like will compensate for georgia being left in i think because they're like georgia also just brings in so many viewers and like they just bring in so much money for them like, you don't think Oregon does? No, Oregon definitely does, but, like, I don't know. Or Texas? I, Texas is a huge program. Yeah, I know. I think they have the second most fans behind Ohio, Ohio State. Ohio State, probably. I don't know. I just think, because they've been number one or number two all year, I think, I don't know. I just think they won't leave them out, honestly. And I think they should be left out, probably, but, All right, you know. so, one last question. Mm-hmm. Who do you think is going to win it all as of right now, what we know today with the body of work that everyone's contributed to? Who do you think is going to be the national champ? Uh, so, bias, I'd say Ohio State, which I think is definitely a good possibility. I think. Okay. But skill-wise and how teams have been playing, I'm trying to think. So, Georgia has been kind of playing – Georgia's been playing really good, honestly. You can't – they're definitely probably the favorite right now, if I had to guess, just based on how they beat Ole Miss. Yeah. And, you know, they're I, – I still think they're probably going to beat Alabama in the championship. So, I, I think that might all just be – Yeah. You know, so, then they beat uh, – Whoever sisters of the poor they're playing today, and then they're going to beat Georgia Tech. Yeah, Tennessee. And they're going to beat Alabama. And so then, so you going with Georgia to win it all? I, I think that's probably who will, honestly. Yeah. That's got to be the favorite right now. But also, I just want to say something about them today. Like, Tennessee is going to get killed today. Like, if you look at their schedule, their best win is probably unranked Kentucky by six. Like, that's probably their best win. They beat all the good teams that they've played this year, they've lost to. And they're still number 18, which is kind of just another way of getting Georgia on that great ranked win, I guess. <laughs> but then they'll say Notre Dame's a bad one, but, you know, whatever. I still think Georgia's going to kill them, though. Like, I think Georgia will probably be yeah. on by 30-plus today. I agree. I think and I just... do also agree with you. I think Georgia, as of today, they'd probably be the favorite to win. They're the favorite to win. Yeah. As much as I don't like it. But... Yeah. All right. So, yeah. It's a good talk. Yeah. So, thank you to everybody for coming in and watching. Um, if you have any, like, comments about what we say or opinions or anything we should talk about, 
and upcoming podcasts, just let us know in the comments. And, yeah, thanks for watching. All right. All right, bye.